Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast, our special mini-series based on the D23 Expo 2019. Today we are recapping day two of the D23 Expo and yes, I am joined once again by my wonderful, gorgeous, doing much better wife, Michelle. Thank you. It's amazing what IVs can do, right? Right, right, right. So if you didn't listen to the episode that I put out this morning, which was the day one wrap up, uh, then you didn't know that Michelle couldn't join me for that one because... Well, she was recovering from a little bit of food poisoning or something along those lines that really wiped her out on uh, day one on Friday, but she rallied, was strong (laughs) today, and boy, did we have a fantastic day two at D23 Expo 2019. Yeah, it was a, a super fun day, and I was glad to be able to join you with it. Yeah, uh, we had a great time and it was so good. After yesterday, Michelle did labor through and made it to the (laughs) Legends panel. Somehow weathered that storm and made it through that, but she just could not make it to the Disney Plus panel. Uh, She was kind enough to send me off, say, you go, you go check out the Disney Plus panel. Uh, But things kind of went sideways from there. So we had kind of a weird night, but she's doing much, much better now. We just had a little bit of dinner. We actually went all the way to Black Spire Outpost to pick up dinner tonight, (laughs) which was fantastic. But uh, I'm sure you don't really want to hear about that. What you really are tuning into us to hear about all the happenings from D23 Expo 2019 on day two on Saturday. And boy, was there a lot of cool stuff that happened today. A lot of action, a lot of great announcements, some real wow moments, Mm -hmm. and just some really cool, fun entertainment. Right. And uh, so we're going to get to the, uh, of course, the Walt Disney Studios panel in just a moment. But I wanted to talk about a couple other things that we went to as well. We know that's going to be the big news. That's my big tease. You got to <laughs> stick around or you could skip. But you got to stick around till we get to the, that, that panel. But uh, there we, we went to a couple other great panels today. The first thing I want to talk about is we did the Disney Broadway 25 years celebration, Disney on Broadway 25 years celebration this afternoon, that panel at uh, Hall D23. And it was absolutely spectacular. Uh, It was just such a great show. I know you feel that way, Michelle. Oh, it was amazing. I mean, the talent that comes from Broadway is always surprising to me that just how phenomenal they are. And they brought in such a great cast that they had representation from a lot of the different Broadway shows. Some of them were originals who opened some of these shows, and they had singing talent and dance talent and great chemistry on on the stage. Right. So they basically went through and would do a song, two songs, maybe three songs, and maybe in one case they did four songs, but from all the various different shows that have been on Broadway and some that have been kind of near Broadway. Uh, but, but these performers were fantastic. Uh, even though they're doing songs that they didn't perform themselves on Broadway, spectacular, many, many standing ovations. It was just a really, really fun afternoon. And a lot of these performers, I've seen them. I, I believe it's the arts festival at Epcot that they make the, oh, these sure. Broadway right. 
performances. They do Broadway at Epcot. Uh, and a lot of these performers will show up there for these. Uh, I could recommend them all. They all have different talents. They're all fantastic. And um, I, I, unfortunately, I have to say, I don't have their names in front of me and I don't want to butcher them right now. So I, I'm not going to go through them at this point. But if you want to hit me up, hit us up and find out who they were and what we, you know, specifically, you can always email us and we will definitely tell you those. Absolutely. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, you got a day off to do, you know, get build I'm, up your absolutely to put out there. Still. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. And it was fun reminiscing and, you know, and going from the very first uh, Disney Broadway, which was Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And, and so reminiscing through the years as they developed other Broadway musicals that were just phenomenal. And it was fun to listen to them. It's really too bad that none of those people could sing. You I know? know, right? Right. And they just were not very musically inclined, you know. But no, I mean, these people were impressive. Uh, great singers. Uh, they had one that was, uh, he actually had played uh, Bert on uh, both in the West End version and in the uh, Broadway version of Mary Poppins. And he could tap and he could dance and he was really, he wasn't the strongest singer, but boy, the moves he was able to put on, he was he was great. Um, so uh, just a great show. Highly recommend if any of these performers come in. And again, hit us up. I Maybe I'll be able to put them in the show notes later. Uh, but uh, they were phenomenal. was a great time. Uh, the other panel, we hit a couple other panels, but one of the big panels we hit uh, was, well, it was originally the... Secret project, the Walt Disney Studios or Walt Disney Company secret project, you know, and eventually we found out it's one day at Disney. Uh, And, you know, I know there were a lot of people out there that were kind of like, "Eh, yawn, whatever, you know, they were, you know, they Mm -hmm. built it up to be this big, giant thing. Um, But we went to it just the same. And let me tell you, uh, what they have put together for this is going to be spectacular. It was a yes. great panel, highly enjoyable, and it made me very, very excited for this one day at Disney when it uh, when it comes out. Yeah, I mean, when we were on here Thursday night on the showroom floor doing a preview, we saw that there was this book called One Day at Disney. And it, it looked kind of interesting. There wasn't a lot about it there that we could see because the display hadn't been finalized. But um, as we were reading about it, and then as we went to the panel today and found out, you know, what this book is about, that it is actually a day at Disney at different Disney resorts and the cruise line and looking at people who make the magic at Disney. And it was really fun having that panel with some of the people who were in that book or featured in that book. Mm -hmm. Uh, come out and talk about a little bit about themselves and how they were invited to do this. And interestingly enough that they didn't realize how big this was because it is not just a book. Right. It is not just a book. It is. Uh, they didn't even know. It was just some of them said they, they thought it might just be like on the Disney newsletter right. or something. They had no idea how, and that's what's going to be doubly interesting about this. Uh, it's not just a book. It's going to be one. It's going to be a feature-length documentary that's going to debut on Disney+. Plus. It's also going to be a series that they're going to look... I I believe they're going to look at individuals on each uh, episode of the series. Uh, And it's fascinating stuff. These people, all these different jobs from Disney. And it was all shot on one day on... They said it was three different continents. I think it was like 21 or 22 different cities, something like that. Three different continents, all shot on... February 
22nd or 20, February 21st, 21st of 2019. They shot all these things on the very same day. There was 77 cast members that they were featuring. Everything from Bob Iger and, um, you know, some other big name performer, some some names you will know, some, uh, animators, some, um, um, Imagineers, uh, and some people you will know to people you've never seen that have small, really small jobs that you may not know, but they do, they all do very interesting things. You just don't know that they're doing very interesting things, but just the logistics of throwing this whole thing together is amazing to me. And then to actually, you know, follow this along. I am listening to the stories and the people they had, they had uh, six different actual participants right. in this on there and they went everywhere from uh there was a uh radio disney dj there was um one kind of a, a traffic copter uh reporter from uh, abc7 here in los angeles there was a, a an animator who is a, a very well-known right. animator created genie yes created genie among other things right. uh they had uh an imagineer they had just it, it was uh, just a wide array of different jobs, and this is just what they're displaying here. Um, and I just, I'm so excited to find out because I love the cast members. I know you all love the cast members. The cast members are wonderful. They are fun to talk to. They do this. They, a lot of them because they love Disney. They love being around Disney, and I just can't wait to see what their days are like. And they even talk about how different their day can be day in and day out, depending on what they're working on or what occurs around them. Yes, and they all had the same theme, that they all felt they had the best job right. at Disney and how when people would ask them about what they do, how excited people listening to them were, just the fact that they work at Disney. So yeah, I, I'm really happy we went to that panel. And, Me too. You know, for all the doubters may be really there, excited yes. for, for the series right. and for the, the documentary. Right. Um, one guy, um, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting on his last name, but his first name was Steve, right. but he runs uh, what's called Golden Oak Ranch, which not many people know about. It is outside of L.A., uh, and it is a, an area that is basically a, a separate Walt Disney Studios when they need large areas of land. Uh, so there's a lot of different areas there. And he says they have to be out there and coordinate sometimes six films shooting at once right. in this area. Uh, and so part, and it's also an area, but since they're filming so often that it, it really isn't shot you know, for anything documentaries or yes, it's in a lot of films, but you wouldn't know that right. unless you've seen, you know, this. So this is going to be your first chance for many of you to actually see this area where they do a lot of the Disney filming. And actually, you know, I'm sure just like Disney does for other lots, uh, they they probably also do it for other studios as well. So this, these areas are going to be things you've seen in a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows, etc. Well, and it's actually land that Walt had purchased, mm-hmm. as I said, and it's where the original Spin and Marty, yeah, which was a takeoff of the Mickey Mouse Club, mm-hmm. original Mickey Mouse Club, and so that was filmed there. So it has a lot of history to that location as well. So you could hear, and yes, his name was Steve because he even had his Disney ID on and uh, or badge on, you know that how proud he was to be kind of the curator of this giant land that had a lot of 
lot of sentimental history to it as well. Right. He really did believe he had the best job at Disney. Yeah. Like he was like, no, there's no question. Right. I had the best job at Disney though. Really, really cool. Another funny thing about him, and you'll probably find out about this in the documentary a little bit, is that he has no idea of pop culture, so he'll run into celebrities and have no idea who they are. Right, He yeah. tells some funny stories about that. I don't know if that'll be in the documentary, but it, it's pretty funny. But um, it just made me really excited for it. Uh, I think you're going to be excited for it. Uh, for those of you who love Disney and love the, the cast members, uh, it's going to be a great great series another fun thing to look forward to on yeah. disney plus yeah so i was very excited that we went to that panel and that was great and I, like i said it, you know uh it deserves a little love i know it was a some people you know were so excited for what the secret project might right. be and they were kind of a little disappointed that it's just this little thing you know but it's it's a pretty cool thing yes. and a pretty amazing accomplishment that they were able to do all this in one single day and pull off the logistics of that uh pretty incredible okay okay enough <laughs> enough. I know I've strung you along along enough or you've skipped ahead to this point. But yes, uh, we are going to get to the Walt Disney Studios panel, which was this morning. It was the first panel we went to. And wow, 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 what a panel. Okay, people, welcome to that my world. He is this geeky all the time. Now, <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, I also want to talk about the funny thing about this panel, which I pointed out to Michelle midway through it. It's like, you know, if you go back a couple episodes ago where we did our uh, D23 tips and predictions <laughs> and I kind of laid out how I thought this panel was going to go. If you listen to it in reverse, <laughs> you almost nail, I, it would almost nail exactly how this panel went. It did not start. I thought it was going to start with animation. It did not. I thought it was going to finish with Star Wars. It did not. It went the other way around. It started with Star. I went right off the bat. We aren't going to, we're not messing around here. We yeah. are starting with Star Wars. And uh, wow. Wow. Again, wow, 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 wow. It was amazing to have Kathleen Kennedy there and J.J. Abrams to really kick off the film that is about to be released in December. Yes, The Rise of Skywalker, Episode 9. They had they brought out the whole, well, I mean, not the whole cast, but the major players, all the major right. players in the cast. Yes, that included Carrie Russell this time, and we got to see her in her character, in her uh, garb. And she said, she was so, she wears this mask, and she's like, the first day I was on there, you know, I, I didn't take the mask off for like two days because I was so excited to yeah, wear this she said mask. She felt so empowered. Right. <laughs> um, and it just uh, very cool. The cast was great. There was a really funny moment with uh, John Boyega and um, Oscar Isaac, who, you know, you know, the old uh, Finn Poe thing. And they had a little <laughs> a little fun with that. So that, that was uh, they, they, they love to play that up, whether it's true, whether it's not. But it was a it was a it was a good time. But um, we got to see, you know, some some stills from the film. Uh, and then we got to see the poster we got. Yes, we did get a poster. Yeah. It's the brand new uh, the Rise of Skywalker poster, and it is really, really cool. I, I know it's out there online, so I'm not spoiling anything for you. Uh, it shows Kylo, and it shows Rey in a lightsaber duel, right. and then in the background, in shadows behind them, you kind of see the hooded figure that looks like the Emperor. Right. It's really spectacular, and it looks like, it, 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 as you look at it from different angles, it's just it looks a little different right yeah no it was it was impressive too how they showed it to us because they kind of scanned from the bottom 
up mm-hmm. when they uh, showed it first on on the film on the screen. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, you know, JJ was out there and he was talking, telling some funny stories and uh, interesting stories anyway. And he was talking about uh, they they wanted to be sure and, and mention Carrie Fisher as as of course right. Princess Senator. General Organa, um, and how important it was that she was in this film, and how they were able to work this out using footage from uh, that they had extra from the Force Awakens. And, and originally, he was telling us that, and I didn't know this, that he wasn't tabbed originally to be doing this film. He wasn't planning on writing it and directing it. Uh, but then he read Carrie's book, and apparently, in there, there was a little phrase of uh, where she did a little quote. It's like it was such a pleasure to work not once but or and I'm paraphrasing here not once but twice with JJ yeah, or and thank you for put, I think she wrote putting it up in. for me thank you for putting up with me, me twice. twice right um, and they this was well obviously she passed away right. you know before the last Jedi came out uh, before there was any plans I mean there were plans but before there was really anything down for this film she would have no idea for sure that she, so he kind of said you know that that was Carrie's way of telling me you know, you're going to work with me right. again in some way, shape or form. So really great story and fascinating. And I'm, I'm looking forward. And they, they, you know, he just said, it's just right that, you know, he, she has always been the heart of Star Wars, which is the way, exactly the way I feel right. um, that she is the true hero. One of the, the, really the true hero to me of Star Wars and the heart of Star Wars. And so it was really important to get her to the, what's going to be the end of the Skywalker saga. Right. You know, and you know, it was interesting on stage to see them excited about the film, but also realizing it is the completion of something, too. Yeah. But more excited than anything. I mean, I'm not trying to make it sound that they were like Debbie Downers or anything, but, you know, just that they realized that this was a closure. Right. Anthony Daniels, who has, of course, been Especially, there since the beginning, yeah. was like, you know, I, I can't believe this is ending. But he's like, but what an ending. He was like... You're going to be amazed by right. this. What an ending it's going to be. You're going to love it. So, I mean, I know they're selling a film, but um, I've heard that many times from a lot of the cast. So uh, that's exciting. Okay. Yes, we got to footage where there was no trailer. They said that they're working on a trailer. They don't have the trailer ready yet, but we did get some footage laid out to us. And um, I, I, I wish they had shown it twice because there was so much to take in. I couldn't uh, absorb everything there. I was too busy crying <laughs> and saying, what? <laughs> well, uh, well, some of it, first of all, it led into the newer right. movie because it, it did have a lot of clips from some of the old movies, yeah. some of the other, I shouldn't say old, but throughout the, 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 original, the films. original films and the prequels. They kind of showed everything that led up to this point. Yeah. It started off Very with quickly, the films. And then it led into, and if you remember the first trailer for this, Luke um, saying things of, you know, we've taught you all, you know, right. you know, you if you go back to the first trailer, the, the, what he says there, that comes out again. Um, we do see some of the stuff, many of the scenes that we saw in the first trailer, but then it progresses into some new stuff there. And okay, if you don't want to be spoiled right now, just skip ahead by like three minutes. This won't take long, but... Um, we went into some stuff where you saw some interesting things happen. There was, and I just talked about the poster, how you saw Kylo and Ray in a lightsaber battle. They were on this uh, jetty or something within Wushu with waves crashing around them, having a lightsaber duel. Uh, it was fascinating to watch. Yeah. You're like, wow. You do hear another laugh from 
the emperor looks like they you know they're they're going back to that but what was the real wow moment to this that just floored every single person in that hall was they flashed a dark they flashed a light ray is in dark robes she ignites a red lightsaber right. that she flips over to become a dual Whoa. lightsaber <laughs> That's what made me go, what? I know. What? <laughs> I I couldn't comprehend what I mean, I know that there's been discussion of that being a possibility or whatever, but I needed more. Right. I needed to know what is going on. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> and like you said though, you can never tell with Star Wars and with film clips and, you know, even trailers that sometimes what you're seeing isn't um it's, it's, you know, kind of out of context. And right. It may have a different meaning altogether. Is it even reality? Is it right. a perception of what could happen? Yeah, is it, you know, there's also, you know, is it because that, you know, this is what has to happen for uh, Ben to be redeemed? Is it something along the lines of they're just, you know, way of showing, because I, I kind of see that there might be a joining of forces here. Is that something to do with it? Uh, fascinating stuff. It was great. I cannot wait for the next trailer to come out. They se- it seems like it's going to be not too long until that happens. Right. So very exciting. Loved all of that. It was great. Oh, absolutely. Really exciting. And, you know, you could just tell that, there, I mean, it's going to be a big movie. There's a lot of ships on the screen. Mm. And oh, that was another thing. Yeah. Know, battles. Oh, my goodness. Uh, there was another scene. And again, I'm, uh, you know, uh, maybe there's another spoiler. So uh, flip ahead again in two more minutes. Okay. Um, there was a scene where a bunch of uh, resistance ships or were old rebellion right. ships or whatever suddenly show up. And there's another scene where there are like hundreds of star destroyers. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's first order or Imperial star destroyers. Yeah. I didn't get a good enough look at them to really determine. Um, but they all were there and flooded in space. Yeah. Oh, so I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I forgot, you know, that was another big right. moment. Um, yeah. So that's, that's why I wanted to see it again, actually, so I could take it all in. But unfortunately we didn't get the chance to. So yeah. hopefully this will all come out soon. But anyway, um, I could have left right there. That was, I would have been thrilled with yeah. that panel. I was done. I was like, good. That was awesome. That was amazing. Um, but, you know, hey, the Star Wars stuff, fantastic. Um, from there, we moved to Marvel. Okay. Kevin Feige came out, uh, talked about Marvel, um, went through some of the stuff that we have to come here. Uh, we found out some. The first thing he mentioned was that something that's kind of been alluded to, kind of everybody knew it was going to happen, but... Uh, he made sure that we knew a date Official. for it. Yeah. Uh, and they brought out the director, of course, of the original Black Panther. Ryan Coogler came out for the announcement of Black Panther 2. They say that's not going to be the title right. of it. We just know it's a sequel. Right. And they said that they had like a a sheet there like the, the preparation for it or whatever and he's like you know can we read the title he's like nah they probably don't even have it right i probably not but um <laughs> yeah, well can we talk about the villain nah can we give the date yeah okay it's may 6 2022 is when uh black panther is uh, two whatever the title of it's right. going to be is coming out and uh that's exciting but they like we're taking some time with this we don't want to rush it because we want this to be a really good movie i'm glad about that yeah they're taking their cues from probably the star wars things of you know not having too much too frequently mm-hmm. um so 
and making sure that they do have a solid story. I mean, the first one was just so amazing that I think they want they know that they have to live up to that. Right, exactly. Uh, we also saw uh, the Eternals. Uh, they brought right. out the whole cast for for the Eternals. Uh, that included Angelina Jolie and many, many others, and uh, kind of got to talk a little bit about the film. Um, um, they did show them all kind of in their outfits, their their costumes, their superhero, whatever they are, uh, really cool uh, looking outfits. So it, it looked cool. I'm uh, excited to find out more about it as we move forward. Uh, then we got to Black Widow. Unfortunately, Scarlett Johansson and the rest of them could not make it. They did send a little message to us. However, we did get footage from uh, Black Widow. It looks intense. Right. I will tell you that right now. It looks, um, to me, what I would compare it to is if you know the Jason Bourne movies, the Bourne Identity and so forth. Right, it really had kind of that feel to it. Yeah. Um, very intense stuff. Uh, not for the younger, at least yeah. not being, but it it still had the, you could tell that there has that Marvel heart to it. Right. And a little, you know, little comedy there. You there. still has that comedy there. Uh, really cool. It looks like it's going to take place um, kind of after Civil War seemed like was the place that it, they, they, they led into it with some shots of what had happened leading up to this point. And, you know, uh, Tony telling uh, Natasha that, you know, they're looking for right, you too. Looking for you. Yeah. Uh, so it seems like that was kind of the time period they were trying to allude to. I don't know for sure, but um, cool stuff. Looks like there's a, I don't know much about the, the, the bad person that she's really squaring off with in this, right. but cool looking uh, outfit, cool looking mask and everything. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I'm intrigued by it and we're going to see that in March. So that's cool. Yeah. Not much longer. Not much longer. So uh, that was it. That wasn't really a lot new from Marvel. They released most everything when they were uh, at uh, Comic Con. So I mm-hmm. uh, didn't have much from there. Then we went to, uh, we went to live action. Uh, Disney films, right? If I'm not mistaken from there. And I'm trying to remember everything. We didn't have our phones or anything. They bagged up our phones. So we couldn't take any pictures. We couldn't even take any notes or whatever. Um, So we went through several of the live action things. Uh, You know, there were some some interesting stuff. They went through Maleficent Mm -hmm. and they showed us a long scene from that. So we can kind of get an idea on that. Uh, I'm kind of Maleficent, but we'll see. Yeah. it's a possibility. If you like the first one, you may like this one. Uh, they did have the cast come out again. Angelina Jolie came out again. Michelle right. Pfeiffer came out. Um, uh, it was all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was all right. If you like Maleficent, the first movie, you probably would like this one. Right. It looks like it has a lot of same kind of, uh, I don't want to say darkness, but you know, that, 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 you know, issue you are dealing with somebody who is considered a villain and now trying to deal with, you know, some heart. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Before we went to Maleficent, uh, the, the one that really actually may have stolen part of the day today yes. was the jungle cruise, you know? And I remember we put out the poll just a few uh, weeks ago for what live action are you most excited for? And some people were like, Oh yeah, I forgot the jungle cruise. I was, was even coming out. I think Cassie from Disflix tidbit put that out there. Um, this movie looks fantastic. Actually, it looks interesting, yeah. fascinating, funny, adventurous. It looks great. They started it off. They, you know, they, they jungle cruise. Here's Dwayne Johnson. He comes riding in on a jungle cruise 
boat, yeah. you know, and waving to the crowd, hyping everybody. Yeah, that guy's a star, man. Yeah, that guy's so is. great. Uh, and then he shows a trailer of it. It's very focused on him. It's right. not really all about him. He's like, yep, see this movie I made for you. And then, you know, you know, guy saves the girl. And then Emily Blunt comes riding in <laughs> in this old car. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, like a wait Disney a minute. Disney car right. that goes down Main Street. Right. Wait a minute here. And she's like, I don't think you have this exactly right. That was so, the, the chemistry between those two. Was fantastic it was. on stage. It was so they were entertaining. They were joking one another. They were ha- they're ribbing one another. They're having a great time. She showed a trailer that was all focused on her, right. you know, more than everything else. You know, and it's the funny thing is also that it's each the trailer, same scene, yeah, just a different point of view, right? Uh, they, each trailer, like the, whoever the stars was the focus of that one, like their name would be in big bold letters. And then, you know, like Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. And then it was like Emily Blunt and Dwayne Johnson. You know, uh, They were just having a great old time. They stole the show. I'm excited. Just their energy alone made right. me excited for this movie. There were some of, they had some of the jokes from the jungle cruise in it. Yeah. Uh, it, it looks like they compared it to, I, I told her right away. I thought it looks like pirates of the Caribbean, uh, meets Indiana Jones. Right. They also added in Romancing the Stone, which totally makes sense. Right. I and, think, um, um, I, um, oh, of course, uh, African, Queen, African Queen, of course, yep. which is the Jungle Cruise, of course, to begin with, was based on. I think um, the uh, National Treasure movies kind of, uh, if you know those movies, kind of right. that feel to it too. Kind of all that stuff, if you put all that together, that's kind of what this trailer, what this footage seemed like they what they showed us they said they said these aren't, aren't the actual trailers they were just put these together to have fun right. you know showing their their chemistry that they had yeah. which was amazing right i mean and the one nice thing too was that um you know i think when the rock was describing things too he said he they really understand that the jungle cruise is an important icon for this company and that they knew they had to be reverent to that mm-hmm. and they had to it was Walt's baby yes right he said Walt was the first Jungle Cruise skipper and so they knew they had to make sure that this movie was something that you know would be proud people would be proud to see and that the, the company would be proud to produce so yeah. and so it does sound like they really you know have that great Disney heart plan for this right movie. so I, I i had no real feeling about this movie going into it other than i like dwayne johnson i love emily blunt right. um but seeing this made me fascinating by it yes. I'm, I'm looking forward to when it comes out uh next year okay then we got to mulan uh after all that what we just discussed there and mulan like uh, it looked fantastic it looks sprawling it looks intimate it looks all, you know, a funny thing, they showed a lot of footage from it. Um, and I don't know if that was just what, the way they nuanced it for the footage we saw or if it's really the way the film is going to be. We know this isn't going to be a musical like Mulan right. was. But they used a lot of the music from kind of the actual animated as kind of the background right. score to some of those scenes that, you know, now again, I don't know if the film is going to be that way and if it's just how they were nuancing with the footage we saw. But uh, I, I liked that if that is the way that it turns out. Right. And it was also, you know, this is just my opinion. Um, I Lion King, how it was frame for frame like the animated classic. And that was good in that regards that you knew the movie Mm -hmm. this 
has some little nuances that are different because yeah. obviously we know we don't have like Mushu mm-hmm. and you know the cricket. Hmm. So it was interesting how they addressed that scene where um, she's serving tea and what's going to happen. We won't spoil it, but it, it was it was a fun way. I thought that they mm-hmm. did a take on that. Right, and uh, you know the, a lot of the uh, battle scenes, the fighting. It like I said, it looks sprawling. Like the cinematography looks like it's going to be wonderful. Right, uh, it really looks like it's going to be a great film. It's again another film that I'm very very excited for. Yeah, and you get to see again the relationship between her and her father and you know what she was concerned about in terms of the idea of him going to war and so i it was it was interesting it was fun seeing yeah, that it was great uh loved it and very excited for that okay then we finally got to the what i thought was going to start off which was <laughs> the animation portion and they did start with pixar and we got to see they started actually with soul which is the movie that we knew the least about right. uh and it is uh, I am in completely intrigued by this film. Right. Uh, we they they kind of told us what the idea of the movie is, and it's basically the fact that everybody has a soul, but before you, you get your soul, uh, it kind of goes through soul seminar is what yeah, they called Academy it. Academy or something yeah, like. something like that, and it kind of learns how to be itself or whatever, and then it gets put into you know a person and then we, we learned about the main character we finally got to see uh some scenes from it as well as some other like hand drawings and such but uh the, there's this uh what what the synopsis is going to be is that there's going to be this, and this jazz performers yeah, okay well it's going to be in the trailer so you're going to have a i'm not going to spoil because i don't really know what happens right, more true. than this but yes okay if you don't want to know anything about soul please skip ahead like three minutes basically he's a he's a school music teacher but what he really wants to do is play jazz and he's really good at playing jazz he finally gets his big break he goes and he plays with this quartet and they love him they want to bring him on every night he's going to stop you know teaching music to elementary school kids and become a jazz performer then on his way home Something happens, and his soul is put back up into essentially, you know, uh, soul, soul seminar. seminar. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and now it's a process of trying to find their his way back into all into the proper soul to get to where he wants to be. Okay, that is basically the premise of what's going to happen. Okay. Then we got to see the cast. This cast is amazing, yes. okay? Uh, they start off with uh, Questlove is in this. Yeah. You know, if you know who Questlove <laughs> is, he's in this. Um, for those of you, uh, Keenan and Rachel, I'm looking at you, Hamilton <laughs> fans, Lafayette, <laughs> David Diggs is in this film. Uh, I was so excited to see that. Uh, Jamie Foxx plays the lead right. character. Also in this film, Tina Fey plays a very key role in this film. It's an exciting cast. The premise is great. I'm very, very excited for Soul when it comes out next summer. Right. And I know our description probably doesn't really make a lot of sense without seeing some of the footage and things like that. But I think the bottom line here is it does look like another great Pixar film that's going to really make people think and feel. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then we got to Onward, and we got a lot of Onward. Yes. Like we got like an eight-minute clip of Onward. Right. Okay, and I'm not going to go through all of it, but just know 
that uh, it it looks hilarious. Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, they right. came out. They were great, by the way. Um, Tom Holland did mention sort of kind of on the side a little bit of the Spider-Man thing that's out there right now that, uh, you know, you know what's happening with, if you've read all the stories, there's a deal with Sony and uh, Walt Disney. And uh, he just mentioned, it's been a crazy week, but I love you 3000, you know, yeah. to the crowd, which everybody loves. But, and that was just kind of how he left it, but they were great. Um, we got to see a lot of this film. It looks like it's got a lot of heart. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is in this film as well. They're, yeah. they're two brothers. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is their mom. Uh, and it, they go basically on this quest. If you haven't seen the trailer yet, they're kind of in a, a land of what used to be magical creatures, but magic has kind of left the land. Now it's basically like magical LA or something right. like that, you know? <laughs> uh, and it's just, it looks really Not fun. Not magical LA, you mean troll LA. Well, I mean like, yeah, yes, troll LA. That's a better, that's a better way to phrase it. Good job. Uh, Mich- Michelle always has the best points. <laughs> That's why my my podcast this morning was such a wreck when she's not with me. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was really good. I loved all the footage in it. Um, I'm not going to get into too many details on it at all. Right. Um, but it was it was great. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, we've seen a lot of different relationships in different Pixar movies, and it's fun now to see, you know, an older brother and a younger brother who are total opposites but love each other and get along together and, you know, see how that goes. Right. Um, Excited. Excited. So that was it for Pixar. We got to the Walt Disney Studios panel. Jennifer Lee came out and uh, led that. And uh, we got to see a brand new film, uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. And uh, it was... It's really cool looking. We only got to see a little bit of it. Um, it's written by the same woman, at least the screenplay, right. who did Crazy Rich Asians, by the way. It's set kind of in Southeast Asia, so kind of Laos, uh, Viet- Vietnam, uh, you know, Malaysia, kind of all that area, Burma, all that kind of area around there is kind of where they went for their inspiration for this. We got to see a small clip of it. Um the, the two stars that are in it, um, Aquafina, who also was in Crazy yes. Rich Asians, who was hilarious, and she's gonna she looks like she's gonna be great in this yeah, role too. She's got a great character. Uh, it, it really strong, another strong female part. The animation and just the scene we saw, I my my jaw hit the floor. It's it's unbelievable what they can do with animation right. now, yeah. as far as some of the settings and scenery and all this stuff. Just so cool. Yeah, it looks like the scenery is much more realistic than even some of the characters. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it was amazing to see, you know, I mean, certain flowers that look just like somebody videoed flowers, you know? Yeah. uh, And rain on these flowers. And uh, it was, it was incredible. And uh, so this movie's coming out in November of next year of 2020. Uh, so they didn't have a lot on it yet. Uh, basically, it is the search for the last dragon. Essentially, that's the, the synopsis they kind of gave us. And there's a few other details about that, but I'm not going to get into that here. Uh, but that was cool. Looks like an interesting film. It looks... I really I was intrigued good. by yes. it. I am excited for it. It looks fascinating. I can't wait to hear more, as I've said many times through this. <laughs> it's pretty much what I've... Yes, I love it. I'm buying all of it. Almost all of it. I love it all. Uh, finally, they wrapped it up with, yes... Frozen 2. Two. Yes. Uh, We got lots of great stuff from Frozen 2. We got some new footage uh, from it that was 
excellent, great. Mm-hmm. We got to hear actually two full songs, one that was actually in the film, and it was one of the big, it was a big Elsa song. Right. Okay, I'll just say that right now. Apparently, that from what they said, there's going to be two big Elsa songs right. in this. They so, said they couldn't play that one because it would tell too much of the story. Right. Line. So we, we got this one that was kind of more early on in the storyline. Uh, we also got another song. They had the main cast come out, and that, of course, is Kristen Bell, Adina Menzel, Jonathan Groff, and Josh Gad, of course. And they came out and sang a song together that they were kind of working through different parts of where yeah. they were in the storyline. Uh, Jonathan Groff was great singing as himself and as Sven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, was a, it was just a fun Great song. Uh, it looks again. I, I I'm buying into everything that Disney is is feeding me right now. There, I I am such a sucker because uh, it looks fantastic. The music. Um, maybe I'm just excited for the music. Right. But I like the few songs I heard. I'm like, wow, that's maybe even better than the music we heard in Frozen. And I love the soundtrack to Frozen. Right. So. And they did say that you know the reason they made Frozen two was there were a lot of unanswered questions that developed after the first movie and they thought that was you know there there was several questions that people had and they thought that would was really an, enough to compel them to make uh, this other movie mm-hmm. so it has some things that go retro um and then comes back i guess to right yeah they look back a little bit at the past uh, and then move forward to what's happening now and they also did say that the reason uh, that they feel that this film fits very well with the original Frozen, like it's a full story, like it makes it a full, full story. story right. You know, if you think of Infinity War and Endgame, how that's a full story. That's right. what they tried to allude to anyway from this. You may say, well, really, they just wanted to get more money, <laughs> but it looks great. Um, again, like I said, I'm I'm totally drinking the Disney Kool-Aid. I'm I'm totally in on just about everything they put out today. They put out yesterday. Uh, everything looks fantastic, uh, and uh, Frozen Two is exactly the same way. Yeah, it you know it reinforced a little bit of I, I don't know if darkness is the right word or maybe intensity that we saw in the trailers. That there is a lot of intensity of what Elsa is going to be having to go mm-hmm. through or, or deal with, and I mean we didn't get much information but you could just tell from some of the the clips and things that we saw that it, it did seem like there was a you know it was uh intense yeah uh but also they there was a lot of humor right uh there was a great scene with olaf uh i'm not going to get into it but just some of the things he was doing yeah. were just it, it floored me it was so funny yeah. uh anyway um it looks great but that's that was it they wrapped it up with that they wrapped it up basically with the, the final cast coming out and singing the song and uh they 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 uh put uh fall leaves falling all over us yes. in the crowd and it was just a great way to end it we got uh, we already told you we got the a poster for um rise of skywalker we also got posters for frozen 2 and onward um it was a great day and we're excited for tomorrow, which is now when the, the big panel for tomorrow that we're going to be getting to is, of course, the one that and many people have been looking forward to more than anything else. And that is the the parks, yes. products and experiences panel, which is uh, one of the first panels of the morning tomorrow. Yeah. So it, uh, it's 
going to start our day off with a bang again. Yes. So we're going to be out there at that one and we will be all over the floor. Michelle finally got to explore the floor more today after not being able to do that much yes. on Friday. So that was exciting. We were out there today and we will be out there tomorrow. Please look for us. Michelle, what are you wearing tomorrow so people can find you? I will be wearing a Minnie Mouse skirt and a red top. And nice. my ears. Nice. And I'll be wearing an old, uh, It's well, it's one of the new shirts they put out, but it's kind of the old style Mousketeers black oh, yeah. shirt with the Mousketeers on the front and cargoes. Yeah, I'm always wearing cargo shorts because, <laughs> you know, I'm stylish that way. <laughs> You've got a lot to carry. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That must be it. Uh, so please look for us. We have some giveaways for you. Just come up and say hi. We want to meet you. So if you find us out there on the floor or in the panels or whatever, uh, please say hi. Hi. Uh, if you're not going to be at D23 for whatever reason, follow along with us on social media, on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you have any questions for us about anything we talked about today or throughout all these episodes, uh, please hit us up on uh, our email address, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Great. And we really do appreciate today with people interacting with us. I know yesterday you were doing some posts because I wasn't, but uh, it's been a lot of fun uh, getting people to respond and, and interact with us. So thank you, everybody, who yeah. has done that today. Thank you, who everybody who's followed along so far and uh, wished Michelle well after yeah. not feeling so great uh, the last couple of days. So, uh, And uh, we wrap up the whole D23 Expo tomorrow. I am not sure if we're going to be able to get the podcast out tomorrow night, but definitely uh, Monday morning if we can't do it tomorrow night but we will be wrapping it up after that and uh, I you know we'll ta- definitely be talking about everything that comes out in the parks panel for sure so that's it uh, we're gonna we went long on this one for what we expected these episodes to go but uh, we hope you enjoyed the content and we look forward to bringing more to you tomorrow but until that time I'm Tom I'm Michelle and we hope that you have a magical night <laughs>